On with the show. Hi, kids. Do you like violence? Yeah, Want to yeah, see yeah. me stick nine inch nails to each one of my eyelids? Uh-huh. Want to copy me and do exactly like I did? Yeah, Try yeah. sit and get fucked up worse than my life is? Uh-huh. My brain's dead weight. I'm trying to get my head straight, but I can't figure out which spice girl I want to impregnate. Uh-huh. And Dr. Dre said, Slim Shady, you a basic. Uh-uh. Why's your face red? Man, you wasted. Well, since age 12, I felt like I'm someone else because I hung my original self from the top bunk with a belt. Got pissed off and ripped Pamela Lee's tits off and smacked her so hard I knocked her clothes back with like crisscross. I smoke a fat pound of grass and fall on my ass faster than a fat bitch who sat down too fast. Come here, slut. Shady, wait a minute. That's my girl, dawg. I don't give a fuck. God sent me to piss the world off. Wanted to flunk me in junior high. Thanks a lot. Next semester, I'll be 35. I smacked him in his face with an eraser. Chased him with a stapler. Stapled his nuts to a stack of paper. Walked in a strip club. Had my jacket zipped up. Flashed the bartender. And stuck my dick in a tip cup. Extraterrestrial. Running over pedestrians in a spaceship while they screaming at me. Let's just be 99% of my life, I was lied to. I just found out my mom does more dope than I do. I told her I'd grow up to be a famous rapper. Make a record about doing drugs and name it after. You know you blew up when the women rush your stands. You try to touch your hands like some screaming Usher fans. This guy White Castle asked for my autograph, so I signed it. Dear Dave, thanks for the support, asshole.
What's going on, everybody? It's another episode of the Voices of Misery podcast. I'm, of course, one half of your often imitated, never duplicated duo, the Voices of Misery. I'm the narrator, and you are. Nerdette. What's the matter with you? You're trying to analyze what I just said. That's what it looks like. Because you said Voices of Misery twice. I know. Like I people didn't hear the first time. Well, I was watching your face <laughs> to see you trying to suck in the words that I was throwing out to your ears. And it just didn't, didn't work out too well there, did it? How you doing? Wonderful. I'm fucking miserable. <laughs> had a terrible night last night. Oh, whatever. I slept bad. So there you go. I don't know, man. I bought these fucking, like, I bought, like, these uh, nerd ropes. And it really pissed me off because I'm like, okay. So it's a 600 milligram thing of what I normally take. And normally they give me five 100, but they're already, like, little chunks of it, you know? And they, they, they call them nerd rope bites. So I'm like, all right. They didn't have them in stock at the store I go to. So this one is just a straight-up rope. You just have to take bites off it or pre-measure it yourself. And I'm like, all right, so this thing's 600 milligrams, the whole thing. And so I'm sitting there and I'm looking at it. And I'm like, all right, so this, and I'm just trying to size it up by six pieces so I can get my normal dosage amount that I would get from the regular bites, right? And <clears throat> I took a bite out of it the other night. I'm like, eh, didn't really do anything. So yesterday I'm sitting there and I'm like, I, I, I had a little bit and it didn't do much. I'm like, what the fuck's, what the fuck's wrong with this shit? So I'm like, well, maybe I'm just measuring it wrong. I took a bigger bite. And I waited like an hour and nothing happened. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this shit? So I just sat there and I ate the whole damn thing. And I barely got like the the, the tiniest buzz, if that, if anything. So I'm, I'm really upset. Well, don't buy that again. I'll never buy that shit again. It's expensive, little, isn't it? Those little pre-measured bites. They do the trick. They get me all in fucking la-la land. So I don't know if I just got a bad one or what the hell. So I was really upset about that. That pissed me yeah. off. That, that was my night of uh, non-sleeping last night pretty fucking miserable I wonder why That's every weird. time I, I don't know but every time I woke up you were asleep so you slept good yeah I only woke up once last night oh good for you I took some of your sleeping pills yeah well they work better than the gummies right no I like my gummies I miss my gummies but why? I mean those work tastier yeah I don't like swallowing pills no well, today's Wednesday yeah. fucking hump day I'm glad this one's over Wednesday suck I don't know what it is about Wednesday that I hate the most I don't know if I hate Wednesday or Monday the most and I, and I know it's it's probably like wiser to say Monday because Monday's the beginning of a long week, but Wednesday's like you're halfway in, you're halfway out, and you're just like I don't know, man. I don't know if I can get through it. At least Monday you're sort of refreshed, but Wednesday you're already beaten down a little bit because you already got two days in the bag and now you got two more to go for the weekend. So you're like, what the fuck? I think people go to work on Fridays and they don't even count that as a day because they know they got the weekend, so they're just excited. Because they know they're off and there's nothing... You're the only one that does that. What, is just excited about? That that doesn't count it as a day. I don't count it as a day because you're off the next two days. If you're lucky Friday is still a day. Weekend. You're still working. It's still it's still yeah, a day. But it's all it's all about the foresight. Like looking forward to the future. And you're like, <laughs> I got two days to not deal with this bullshit. And you get there like you leave you day. you would leave work and be like, Oh, it's Wednesday. I'm like, it's Tuesday. Well, yeah, yeah but I just I just left work, so it, it's technically it's Wednesday. Yeah, I'm always a day. No, ahead. it's not. It's still it's still Tuesday. We're still on, on Tuesday here. I try to speed the day. We haven't ahead. gone to bed yet. No, you just not, and you're complaining how fast time is going it's going even faster in your head so, so I, maybe you should slow it down do you, do you think i have the power to slow down time like uh, may, like maybe that's my origin story i'm just a guy who fucking hates so technically <laughs> in your head the week goes from monday monday through thursday friday apparently is invisible and it goes to the weekend well that that depends on my schedule if i work tuesday through sunday or tuesday through saturday of course you know saturday 
doesn't count because then you got Sunday, Monday is your day. See, it doesn't count. So Friday becomes an important day. So ridiculous. Day I don't know. That's just the way I see it. I don't know, man. I've I'm never fucking, heard that before. I'm a fucking weird individual, I guess. Mm. It took us this long to figure it out. <laughs> got some good news, though. I sent you a screenshot a little while back. <laughs> I'm sitting there screwing around. I'm, I'm working today, and it was a very, very busy day. But before we get into that screenshot, though, today is exactly one week for my last day at my at my other job, the one where I left to go sell phones. Okay, stop. I, have, I, I, I just elaborated, you fucking bitch. Which one? You've had two. I just said... The one I the one I, I just left from selling jobs, or from selling from oh, that job. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Oh. Fucking team. God, it's very confusing. Well, it's been a week since I left that job, and I'll tell you what, this has been a great week. I haven't been happier. I don't think. Like, I don't think I've been happier in a while. Just well rested. Just much happier. My anxiety level has dropped dramatically. Like, I don't feel. As I'm watching the clock, like I gotta fucking get and jump in this traffic. Because of course, when I had to leave before, it was like the traffic getting in and out of this fucking development. Plus, hitting the streets and everyone else is getting off of work. I'm going to work and driving against that shit. It was a nightmare. But this past week's been great. I can't complain. It's been it's been magical. Uh, I've been sitting around just doing my regular job, and then when I'm done, I'm done. I signed up for some overtime because I, I just fucking felt like it this weekend. Plus, we're expecting another shit weekend, right? I believe so. Yeah, I mean, so it's been nothing but shitty, nasty weather down here, this tropical storm bullshit, but I feel great. I'm so happy. I wake up in the morning, I put my fucking work clothes on, which is my sweatpants and my and my robe, and that's just it. I fucking love life. And this is before pandemic. I always liked work at home because I had that one, and for years I've been trying to find a replacement. It's just a lot easier now to find these things. <coughs> so I went back to where I have always should have been, which was away the fuck from people. Just away from people. Because I, I just I can't do it. And it's weird because people are like, well, you uh, do this work at home thing and, and you talk to a lot more people than you normally would. But yeah, but I'm in my fucking sweatpants and I'm playing video games. I don't have to look at these people. I don't have to ever have to see them again. You don't have to smell them. You don't I don't have, have to, to smell them. them, look at them, touch them. I don't have to deal you with them and, until they feel like leaving. Yeah, yeah no one's going to hug me. It's so nice, and 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 I'm in control of when these people go away. If I, if I don't like what they're saying, I, I hit that fucking button, and they're gone. And then I get another person who's going to be a lot nicer, hopefully. But yeah, you're gone, man. And and that's the thing too with people that have to call in the customer service. You don't understand these people can just drop you like a bad habit and move about their day. So don't give these people shit. Yeah. Seriously, like all they got to do is oh my internet plug fell out, and 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 you're sitting there back in a the queue waiting for three hours to talk to someone. And hopefully by then you cold off. Otherwise, it's going to happen again. <coughs> That's why I'm always nice on the phone to these people. I never give them shit. Never. Because, I mean, in person, it's easier to give shit because those, these people just can't just walk in the back room and never come out. They're going to have to They're gonna have to see you gone. You know, they're going to have to be there until you decide to leave. But in this, you're in the power seat. You can tell them to go fuck off, pretty much. Oh. How's your week been? I think I've been watching a lot of fucking TV every time I go out there. I don't pay attention to half the stuff. No. I watched today. I watched. Um, oh, I'm officially done with Flash. I'm done with that show, man. Oh, thank goodness. It, it took me a while, but this season has just been so god awful. I'm just like I'm over it. I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm done. I'm so today, glad. Today, like I, I deleted it in the middle of the episode. I'm like, fuck this. I can't anymore. This is this is unprecedented, ladies and gentlemen. I don't. I like you never give up on a show. 
just screw off with your stupid whiny bullshit. I can't. I don't know what. I don't know what happened. I just. I like something snapped in like the last three weeks or so. I was just like, I can't do it anymore. I've always hated it. And today, I just I deleted it mid episode. I'm like, yep, done. I just got to figure out how on this cable box how to delete serious recording. I don't know, but I'm because I'm, it's I'm gonna sure keep recording. I'm gonna keep fucking deleting the shit. I don't want it anymore. But I did watch uh, Superman and Lois, and I love that show. Oh, until and, uh, the CW people sink their claws into that one and ruin it because they I know. will. They ruin everything. The CW is the worst. Well, it took me a long time to quit the Flash. What? I don't even know what season they on. Six, seven? I don't even know. I watched it for years. Yeah, and I watched it for a season. Yeah, so I don't know. I <laughs> I stuck with that for a long time. But I gave up on that show. Superman and Lois I like, and then I watched Loki. I haven't and, watched uh, Loki yet. That Not, was good. One. I enjoyed it. And uh, nothing else really happened today. Dealing with my freaking parents this week. Like, I can't. Like, I can't with them, man. It's just so fucking annoying. I got sucked into freaking power washing their fucking house on Monday. Mm. Because I can't say no. <sighs> yeah, and they know it. That sucks. Hopefully they pay you. She knows it. So she's just like, oh, you power washed your house this week? Well, why don't you come over and do ours? And I didn't answer, and I, and I, I threw out something. Uh, I, I can't remember what I said. I, I, I threw out, like, some stupid, funny statement, and there was no answer in there. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, well, can you come over and do it Saturday? And I'm like, oh. I'm like, no, no, I, no not, not Saturday. I'm like, well, I guess I'll come over Monday. And so sucked into that. That's that's gonna be an all day uh, the house. No oh, man, yeah, that's a whole house. That's yeah. Normally, when I like the last time I went over there, I did their back porch and I did their driveway, and that took hours because we have a really good power washer, but it's not as powerful as some that you can buy, you know. So like it just it just takes a long time. Mm. And you want me to do your fucking house? Just just get make <gasps> it. no. You know what you do? Have them buy bleach. Oh, she's buying bleach. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing all these stupid... Ta- oh, you want to do all that? Ble- bleach will get you out of there quicker, at least. No. It'll get that you takes quicker. longer. Really? It's because that little... It's a little tiny bleach Ugh. container. It, it, you pour the bleach in there. It's gone in two seconds. And then I got to fill up, stop, and fill it back up. And like, well, why no. Don't you, why don't you get like a spray bottle the and just bleach all over spray. my clothes? Well, that's why you spray the house first, let it sit, and then you spray it off. Because bleach just, is powerful, dude, man. It's their house. They, they can uh, no, fuck off. I'm not doing that. a great job. I'm just trying job. to get you back home quicker. That's all. Fuck <sighs> Bill and shit. Like my, my blood pressure is going up just thinking about it. I'm just so aggravated. Like I can't just I can't ever fucking get out of anything. Oh. <sighs> well, I'm glad you're here because I didn't think you were going to be. I really didn't <sighs> think you were going to make it today. Not because of this. Because of last <clears> night, there was an incident last night, people, where I never laughed so hard in my life. And it, it was almost like me going back to zero, um, seeing something happen to the dogs or the kids upset. It was a very sad moment. I walked out in the living room, and you were laying on the floor crying because the TV wasn't working. Actually, I wasn't. No, that, that's you were not, very why upset. Why do you exaggerate You were so much? freaking out to the point where I had to get in, involved no, with the situation. I was trying to fix it, and you're like, what are you doing? And you're doing it wrong. You went in and ended up fixing it. I'm like, well, I'm not going to bed till it's fixed because I'm <laughs> not going to sit here TV. and have nothing on. <laughs> the TV was down. 
It was so but no, funny. I was not laying on the floor crying. I was literally <laughs> back behind the wires and unplugging stuff and trying to plug it back in. And you told me I was doing it wrong, and you stepped in. You were kind I of didn't ask out. for help. You were kind of freaking out. No. Oh, you my God. You were kind God. of freaking out. God, he exaggerates so damn much. No, you were freaking out. I was laughing my ass off. I thought it was hilarious. Because I was like, dude, your fucking TV, the most precious possession in the world, is done. Like, it was just a black screen, and nothing was on there. It, it just said source. Yeah, for some reason, it, was, it wasn't reading the the cable or something i don't know so i know people are, are sitting there right now gripped to the story and their ears are to the speakers and they're like how did you fix it nerd how'd you fix it and i'm gonna tell them right now i hit the power button off and, and i hit it, it on, on again and everything worked but you had first told me to unplug it and plug it back in did you not did you not say that see <laughs> thought, you're trying to turn this onto some like i thought you bizarre listen, thing on i'm gonna me. be honest Oh my god! I thought you would have tried that first because that's the most obvious solution. So it happened I gave when you, you were the, out there. I gave you the benefit of the doubt that maybe you would have hit the power button off and on first to fix the TV, but maybe I'll just uh, try that first next time. <laughs> Whatever, man. It was it, it was hilarious. I was like, oh man, her TV's down. I got to write this down for the show because you're known for your TV watching habits. And if if your TV would never have come back on, what what would you have done? I would have sat in here and watched your TV while you were working. Really. You no, been, you idiot. Come on. You missed that all into it. Oh, my God. Well, we got that giant TV in the I closet. I got a freaking iPad. We got that huge TV in the closet. We just could have swapped it back out yeah, there again. Like, yeah. Give me a break. <laughs> it wasn't the end of the world. Worked. I wasn't acting like it was the end of the world. Mm. I did want it fixed by morning. That We were literally going to bed. Mm. And I didn't want to wake up in the morning with you in bed and then going right to work. And if I couldn't fix, fix it or figure it out, yeah. like that would have sucked. Like he's making it into something like oh, no. whatever. It, it was fucking hilarious. Oh my god, so ridiculous! Dude. In my in, in my mind, you were holding a, a controller that was shattered in pieces. You, you were crying your eyes out, streaming, laying on the floor, streaming on the floor, hitting the rug. The dogs are upset. The dogs are trying to figure out what the fuck's wrong with you. All you hear is that shh, and you hear Carol Ann in the fucking TV set trying to get out. Oh my god. <laughs> What goes on in your head, man? This, it's like a whole complete this, world. It's like, a whole different world in there. Oh, here was Caroline and Tangina in the background. Walk towards the light. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> oh well, we got some good news for everybody out there. We uh, we have uh, hit another plateau with our podcast, and this month we've made more money mm. off of this show than we've ever made before. And now uh, we didn't make a dollar. We made quite a few dollars this month, and uh, and we, we want to just say thank you to everyone out there. This is this is all because of you people listening to our show and uh, just listening to the show and telling everyone about it and sharing it with your friends and things like that. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. And we want to say thank you. I mean, no one ever would have thought this would have been like a a thing that made money before. I I, I didn't think so. I remember when we first started the podcast, we're like, oh, if we get 100 downloads in a month, we'd be happy. Remember that shit? Yeah. Wow. Oh, if, oh, if we get 1,000 in a year, I'd be happy. And then they see everything just fucking, wow, craziness. And if we ever make, if we ever make a dollar, I'd say we'd we, we, we done well. So this month we did really, really, really well. And pretty fucking cool. That's all I got to say. I sent you a screenshot. I was so surprised. I was waiting to see what you'd say. Just... Just, just casually to send it to you because I, because I like to check that stuff out every once in a while. I'm like, oh shit, what's going on here? So maybe I can take you to go get an ice cream this weekend. Dude, shut up! You want, you, you want to go get an ice cream this weekend? Oh my god! Want to go? Want to go get an ice cream cone? Leave the house. Mm. You were talking about doing that last weekend, but it rained. It's fucking raining all the time here. 
Well, it's summer. Yeah. So. What else you do this week? Any, anything else so far this week? Anything? No. No? No, nothing. But it is uh, International Widow's Day. Oh, you fuck. I was hoping to skip past this. What, what the hell is this all about? Let it go day. So... So let go the death of your husband. Yeah, just be a happy just, widow. It's it's a it's Widow's Day and Let It Go Day and National Pink Day. Basically, so hopefully, screw men become a lesbian because it's Pink Day. All the all the listeners wore pink today. I'm sure. Oh, of course. You know, Jenna did. She, she did. wore like the brightest fucking pink shirt known to man. I don't think I wore pink today. <sighs> no, I didn't. Her her shirt is like blinding pink today. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but she's the only one in the house wearing pink. Mm. National freaking Pink Day. I'm good for Jenna celebrating. I do have one last little story I wanted to get into here. Before we get into some real topics, this is something that I thought you might get a kick out of. And just a word of advice to our listeners out there. Just to make sure you hang up the phone when you get off the phone with somebody. Because you might get someone like me on the other line who listens to your life. So this guy, he was fucking miserable, man. He calls up and everything out of his mouth, he had like five complaints before I even got a word in, right? And it was stuff that I couldn't even help him out with. So in my mind, I'm like, I have to transfer this guy immediately because I, I can't do what he needs me to do. Because, you know, when you call up, each person has a certain job that they have to do. Mm-hmm. And that's not my job, the shitty stuff. He was bitching about the bill and other things like, well, I don't deal with billing. That's a whole nother. You got All I do is I say, yes, you got it, or no, you don't got it. And help with other things, small things, but nothing, nothing major. So this fucking guy is just miserable. He's complaining about everything. He's like, oh, fuck, of course I got to fuck it. Why the fuck? And I'm like, sir, listen. Next time, when someone answers the phone, maybe you let them talk. Because I could have let you know in that introduction that I'm not the guy you need to be talking to. And he goes, well, I got transferred five times. I'm like, well, then you should be a little pro with this. You should know not to get into your whole story because that, that, that ruins the whole thing. I mean, you, you tell a five-minute story to five different people. You're on the phone for 25 minutes mm-hmm. just talking before they can even get a word in. Then you're listening to whole music, which can, a 25-minute thing could turn into an hour and a half because you're just, you won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> so finally, I'm like, listen, I was like, I'll get you to the right place and I'll sit through the prompts for you, right? And this was earlier on in the morning, so I'm still trying to get my shit set up. I'm trying to get the TV going, the video games, and all this other stuff. After I get my work stuff booted up and the calls come in, I'm just trying to do things other than work, really, at this point. So we do this thing in, in the business called a warm transfer, which is you put yourself on mute, you wait for someone to pick up, and then you drop off the line to make sure they get connected safely. And then you can drop off and they continue their call and do whatever they do. You would never know this is happening to you because... Unless you specifically request it, because you're on mute, you can't hear the person who you were previously talking to. You hear whole music; they're listening to everything that's going on. They can hear you screaming at your kids, which I heard. <clears throat> Yelling at your cat, which I heard today. This guy was—he was on a rampage. He was so mad, and I was the last person he talked to after being on the phone for so long. He was—he called his cat a fucking moron. He called his kid an idiot. Get the fuck out of my way! He's screaming. So I'm like, "Whoa, this guy's entertaining." So I'm listening to him on mute the whole time. Then the other person picks it up. He goes through the whole spiel, not let this person talk. And it was really bad. Um, the guy couldn't help him. He he finally broke down. He's like, listen, he's like, I got to go on this vacation. Everybody got their stuff but me. He's like, if it was up to me, I wouldn't go because I hate my fucking wife. He's like, I just, I just want to get away from these damn kids. He's like, I want them to leave me here. I just want them to leave and I want to be here. So please tell me my results are positive so I can fucking stay here. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm listening to this guy. And like, the person on the line is this older woman. She's like, excuse me, sir. So he just goes through it again. He's like, oh, no, I can never hear me. Guy's freaking out. 
She transfers him to someone else. He's trying to get a refund on this test. So she's from Billings. She transfers him to someone else. And I'm listening to this guy for maybe 15 minutes after he got bounced from department to department. Every time he tells a story, he's just bitching and screaming, right? So I'm just listening to this guy. And I guess to make a long story short here, was like, this guy's giving everyone shit. He's miserable and he hates his life. Do you think it's possible that me from a future timeline called and got myself on the line and I talked to myself today. Do you think this is me from the future I'm talking to? Shut up. Do you think this was me? I'm, this is what I'm wondering. <clears throat> Do you think this is one of those weird Twilight Zone moments where like a little boy can pick up a toy phone and talk to his dead grandmother? No, you idiot. You don't think so? No. Well, I really feel like that was uh, me talking to myself. You don't, you don't yell at people on the phone. I don't talk on the phone. But maybe in the future oh. I do. Maybe in the future I do. I don't ever see that happening. If it was me, you got a trip to Hawaii coming up, so there you go. Yeah, and I definitely don't see that happening. Well, maybe this happens in the far future. Yeah, no. Absolutely not. Sorry, so maybe it wasn't me. What else you got? You got anything else you want to talk about? No, nothing happened this week. Nothing happened. You got you to start doing some shit. <laughs> What do you want me to do? I don't fucking know. Start watching movies instead of TV. There's no movies. I looked. I got stuck watching Fatherhood. That was the only new movie on there. I'm really nervous about this bag of candy you got sitting here on the table. That's all I got to say. I'm really I'm, I'm, I'm really going to make you eat it. I'm really nervous about this. I'm, I'm going to make you eat it. Oh, no. I'm not going to. Bitch, you better try hard. You better bring <laughs> the fucking National Guard and the Army with this fucking shit. All right. So let's get to some topics. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. You want to start us off? Oh, Okay. So, a former Steak and Shake employee has to pay the burger chain $80,000 after writing a social media post claiming she found worms in a hamburger at a restaurant in Missouri. Hmm. A Steak and Shake employee has to pay them. Well, they're not but doing too a, well. I, I understand that, but I'm saying, what my point is, this is an employee. Mm. How much were you pay, paying this employee <laughs> To expect that they have $80,000 to pay you, no matter what they said. Bitch, you know? I work for you. You know I don't have this money. Like, that is what's surprising to me out of, yeah. out of the whole thing. Like, promote me uh, to general manager, <laughs> and then maybe you'll get that money back in five years. A jury awarded Steak and Shake $70,000 in actual damages and $10,000 in punitive uh, damages. In court documents filed before the trial, Steak and Shake lawyer said Melissa White was mistaken when she believed she found worms in a burger she was preparing for herself back in January of 2018. The lawyers went on to say in the filing that what White actually saw was fat that rose to the surface of the burger patty when she applied pressure to it. That's possible. That looks like worms? Yeah, possible. I've ne- I don't pay attention when you're cooking burgers. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely possible. Ew. So... It's reported that a district manager investigated and found no evidence of the worms. It's an inside job, of course. Like, that's like fucking asking the people who worked <laughs> at the prison where Epstein, quote-unquote, killed himself to investigate the murder. Right. Um, White I mean, was, suicide, not murder. White was uncooperative, uh, triggering a call to police. The court filing also said she posted her defamatory claims as well as pictures to Facebook. The post was shared at least 36,000 times. Of course it was. It was about food in a fast food chain. Mm-hmm. The, um, the paper said that White's lawyer called the verdict very disappointing, adding that it could force White into bankruptcy. 
$80,000 is what I keep going back to. Like, she's an employee. It doesn't give her age. But I I guarantee she doesn't have that money. How can you sue someone over that? My question is this. is like, maybe this was not some social media clout or her trying to get rich. Maybe she... Let's just get for the benefit of the doubt. Let's say she genuinely thought there were worms in her food. Right. And And she she has every right to do that. And this is back in 2018. And she worked there. Maybe because she's an employee, they they took it really hard on her. Unless, like, because it doesn't really say anything updated about, like, where she's working or anything. Maybe she's got a better job now. Maybe she can afford the $80,000 because it doesn't say. This is... this. Happened years ago, and it was. She just got uh, told that she owes them all that money. I just figured, like, usually court systems usually go by your income, don't they? Even though she, no, what she did not, was probably not in wrong. some cases. People have been sued for millions, and they don't even have a dollar in their pocket. Really? Yeah, and they never like look at O.J. Simpson. He owes the Goldmans fucking tens of millions of dollars. Well, they're never gonna get that. Never gonna get it. I and mean, he and he could actually make that money. I don't know. This is just this is nuts to me. I just, I just thought this was so bizarre. I, I think it is. But Steak and Shake, the one that was by us clothes, and I did try them once because when I was still like super fucking fat and I was hungry all the time, I want to eat this shit. I got a, a burger that I thought was phenomenal, and they had these garlic fries, which I thought were really good. They were like actual garlic fries. Yeah. So they had different stuff on the menu that I never had done in a fast food place before. <laughs> Only ate there once. I don't know why I never, we never went back. Um, I don't was, know, because it's right next to Chipotle. Because was, that's yeah. what I got. I got Chipotle, you got Steak and Shake. Yeah, I was like, let me try this place out to see if they're really steak burgers. <laughs> and it wasn't a steak burger, but the meat was better than what I would expect. So I, I'm going to give Steak and Shake the nod here that they probably were right. And I don't think there were worms in her food. Because it, it seemed like a really high-quality meat place when we went there. Like, I looked at the food, and I, I ate it. It was absolutely delicious. And I'm still alive a couple of years after I ate it. So, I mean, shit. I, I, I just don't know if, like, if you're an employer and you're supposed to be, like, a part of a chain, a large chain of, of, of I mean, I, I don't know much about this company. Except for we moved down here, it was here, and now it's not. It just closed down. I know they're not doing too yeah, well. Yeah, it wasn't up north. At least yeah. not in the area we lived in. So, I don't know if, like, they're a highly profitable com- company and they just closed down a couple of their shitty stores like most big ones do. But, I mean, it seems really petty to sue an employee for $80,000 and win it and then, like, expect them to pay it. It seems really shitty. A lot of companies won't do that. If, if, if you do them wrong, you got to do them really wrong for them to come after you. Otherwise, they're like, fuck them. Just let them go. So, the fact that she's there getting sued for $80,000, like, they either really need that money. Yeah. Or they're just really spiteful. Of, <laughs> this is a really spiteful bunch of people. That's how I see it. But I'm always wrong. I don't know. It's just weird. It's a weird story. All right, so listen to this one. What would you do in this situation? Because this one is not the typical, hey, I found money on the ground story. And I want to know what everyone would would do in this situation. You can email us here because I I, I want some feedback on this one. It's voicesofmiserypodcast at gmail.com, all right? This woman's name is Julia Jankowski. She went to her local Chase Bank in Largo on Saturday to withdraw some money, but she wanted to check her balance first. Now, for those of you broke motherfuckers out there, us included, when you go to the store and you're like, oh man, I got $19 and something cents, and I, I need to know much, how much I got in there so I don't go over, or don't overjack my account or whatever, right? And then like you go to the ATM machine, you do the check balance, and it gives you your amount, unless you got a smartphone, you can check it. 
This is what she was doing. She had less than $20 in her pocket and wanted to get gas, but wanted to see how much she can get out. She freaked out. But to, to her credit, she didn't let anyone around her know what she saw. $999,985,855.94 was her available balance in her account. So just let that sink in for a minute, okay? That is an insane amount. She can give everybody in the country $3 million at that point. Because what, we got like 330-something million registered people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she, that, that, that's what she could have done right there, just off, off the bat. Um, so she walked out after being shocked. She said she was horrified. She, she was afraid. She wasn't happy. She didn't free it. She was just afraid. She she knows most people would think they won a lottery, but she was absolutely horrified. These are her words. I would be too. Yeah, she went she went to withdraw the tiny bit of money she had, which was twenty dollars and change, and she and all she did was see that number and she freaked out. She pulled her card out and she she exited out. She put it back in a couple of times and it kept saying the same amount to see if it was real. And she hasn't, to her credit, she hadn't spent the dime of that money, ex- except for the twenty dollars that she had in there. And she's tried to call Chase Bank. No one is trying to help her. No one is trying to fix the problem. At that point, when do you just say, fuck it, it's mine? Not for a while, man. Not for a while. Some, if that's someone's money, and someone's mm-hmm. going to be looking for it. As of right now. That was a mistake. As of right now, at this recording, because I checked, she still has that money. Yeah, no, you don't touch that. Because it, uh, got, it was a mistake. They have no idea whose mistake it is. That money should not be there. Mm-hmm. Whoever's mistake it was is going to like do an audit or something and realize the fuck up and find the money. They're yeah. gonna come looking for that money. I mean, and that she's mo- tried. Yeah, I would not. I would not touch it. But like that makes it very confusing. Like you gotta like make sure you're spending only your money and not that freaking bizarro money that's in there. I would probably gamble and just take... <clears throat> no, no. No, like, I would take a couple hundred thousand. Like, I would take two $200,000 out and be like, here, you take the rest. This is all I want. This mm-hmm. is me being an honest person. I try to call you guys. And then they're gonna they're gonna tell you to pay it back when I, they come looking for it. Like, listen, I'll pay you back in installments. <laughs> I, 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 I'll give you $100 a month. <laughs> Whatever. This is all I can do. $100 a month. Like, listen, I tried. You guys just didn't take that. All it takes is is like a three to five day hold to pull back the money or whatever the hell they do with the banks. Listen, I'm trying to be an honest guy here. I called There's a some... few times. She tried to be honest. If if she's hungry one night and she doesn't have $20, but she's got $999 million in there that she can't touch, you better believe I'm going to order some Domino's pizza or whatever the fuck she eats. Have it delivered to the house on that card. I'm like, oh. Sure, you guys took all this money back. Minus thirty dollars. That's my finder's fee, assholes. I mean, they got they got to chip her off a little something. She's she's being nice about it. She could have been really shady to leave the with that kind of money. Even for a short amount of time, she could have done a lot of damage with that kind of money. Well, she's smart. She's she's being smart and she's being nice about it. They, they should be like, all right, listen, here, this is our fuck up. We're Chase Bank. I don't think she's being we, nice. I think she's being are. smart. Like I would be horrified if that money was she, in there. She like, was horrified. If that's yeah. someone's money. Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, there you go. No. So you would do the same thing. Yeah, I would. No, I. I would immediately. I would. I would. I wouldn't even be calling the bank. I'd be the moment they were open, sitting down right in that waiting room, waiting for someone to freaking bring me into their office to talk to me. Like, no, you need to figure out what the hell is going on here, and because th- this is not mine. You don't want to get caught with that and get in trouble. Like you Shit. freaking hacked something and you stole it. I think I, you know what I would do. Like, listen, somebody put all this money in my bank, paid off my mortgage, paid off my car, 
And, yeah, okay. And, and withdrew $10,000 cash after they paid all my debt. And then they told me, to, I, I, I don't know what happened. I don't know what kind of witchcraft this I didn't do it. I mean, it could be like, you wink, know how wink. they have all these stupid scams, right? Like, the bank could have fucked up and accidentally put the money in there. But you also could have had one of these scammers that hacks into shit and puts the money in there and is going to withdraw it. Like, you don't, you have no idea. I this could play, be anything. I would play dumb as fuck. But like, listen, I was just putting in my uh, mortgage payment for the month and I hit an extra couple of zeros. I had no idea. Listen, I was tired. It was 3 o'clock in the morning. I put it through. <laughs> I, I didn't know. It just took it. I went right back to bed. I had no clue. Then you're going to owe all that back. But listen, how's your honor, how is this my fault? I wonder if this is going to be updated. How is this my fault? In like fault? a week or so. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. They're going to throw in jail, jail caller racist and the bigot and make her apologize. <sighs> just because that's, that's just the world we live in now. God. Yeah. Well, anyway, here's another idiot, racist and bigot. Joy Behar from The View. Let's talk about this freaking idiot. So she shocked colleague Megan McCain. Why are these two always going at it? They're always going at it with her. They're always starting shit with her. But anyway, Joy Behar took the defense because she made an inappropriate gay joke that she had to later uh, urge viewers to simply pretend never happened. So, oh yeah, just pretend it never happened is, is, is her thing. So there, there's a football player who's in the Raiders. Um, yeah, his, that came out this week. Nassib, yeah, his, his his brother, piece of shit brother, was a Giants quarterback, like third string for like a, a season. But he, he came out, and, and you know what pisses me off about this story? The original story about the about the guy coming out as being the first active gay player? Not just that, that he's not the first active NFL player or the, the first gay NFL player. Uh, he's not the first... But he's the first actor because the other one didn't play, right? Well, he's, he was. He, I, I, if I remember Michael Sam, if I remember correctly, I think he came out while he was benched, and then he got let go and never got picked up again. So I, I know he was a, he was in the league. He just wasn't playing for a team, but he was right. still in the league. He was like freshly off the Rams. Right, but he I wasn't. He yeah. wasn't acting. Dude, it, seriously, I don't know why we're even arguing that part because this is so biz- stupid. No, this it's, is so it's, damn it's, it's dumb. Just, I just don't know why. There even has to, has to come first, out. Yeah. It's no one's business. You live your life. Why people like. I think one of the interviews that he did or someone did yeah. said, hopefully, you know, in years to come, people won't feel the need to have to publicize this. Yeah. You shouldn't have to publicize it now. Yeah, yeah. And they gave away $100,000. <laughs> he like donated or some shit, but whatever. So Joy Behar actually made a funny about this. Okay, she made a funny. So that NASA guy, you know, it, it, it's good, good for him. I got nothing against. Oh no, I think it's great, but like he shouldn't have had to do that. I would consider us, dare I say, we're allies to the LGBTQHIJKLMNOP community <sighs> plus. I would say, I would say so. We love them, and they love us. But besides just, that. Uh, do you want to hear the joke? Yeah, please finally get to the joke. All right. So anyway, she said that she doesn't know much about football, but after they say penetration in the end zone, they lose me. That's what Joy Behar said. Penetration in the end zone, she, she said, and that was like her, her big joke about the first gay NFL player, penetration in the end zone. You get it? Ha ha. And then after she got flack on that, because people attacked her online. Good. She said, pretend I never said that. And she waves her magic wand because she does look like a fucking witch. And uh, there you go. She just forget because she's she's a team Democrat. 
I guarantee you this won't go anywhere. The media will not talk about this, and it will be forgotten. But I guarantee you, if Tucker Carlson said that, or Laura Ingraham said that, or any of the Fox News people, they would be burned at the stake. Megan McCain? Can, Megan can, McCain said, that? oh yeah, man, they'd chop her fucking huge titties off and make her eat them. That's what they would do. Why is that okay? It, it's only okay but if it Sharon comes out. But Sharon Osbourne from the talk exactly. said something stupid on Twitter. Exactly. Because she backed a guy and who they, freaking... who's not on the team. That, that, that's exactly it. But she can make a freaking... And, and this was a, a very blatant gay joke. So weird. Penetration in the yeah. end zone. I mean, it's funny. But not you, really. but but it's you can't, like, but you can't, up. but you can't say something like that. Who are you? And expect uh, to be forgotten about. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Just forget that I said that, guys. It's me. I'm a, I'm on the team. I can say these things. But if it was like like I said, if it was She'd Meghan McCain one, across yeah. the table, yeah. if she's the one that said that, Joy would have been all over her ass, yeah. right? Because they're always attacking her. We'll Everything about, that she um, says, they attack her for. But speaking about like Joy Behar and being a cunt. Another Megan, Megan Kelly, who I who I yeah. listen to her three times a week. She's got a really good show. Um, she had a thing where she was a big Diana Ross fan, mm-hmm. and she she wore like darkened makeup, but she had a Diana Ross outfit. She had an afro, and she had like darker skin for it, because mm-hmm. she because she she was a fan. Right. And when that came out, they they ruined her career. She got a huge payday though, because she's a she she she's a pit bull. She she didn't go down without fighting, and she got like twenty something <laughs> million dollars out of her contract. So she came out large, but they but they tried to cancel her and they couldn't because she's she's too smart for that shit. But they were like, and and Joy Behar was one of the main people saying, "Megan Kelly, you disgusting woman, blackface." And guess who got caught with blackface when they were younger? Yeah, her skin was darker. She had an afro. Joy Behar. But it was okay. And once that came out, forgotten. Under the rug. Oh, Megan Kelly, we're just going to leave you alone now because you guys struck back at us. Because it's only good for you. And it's bad for everybody else. That's how that's how they operate, those fucking dirtbags. That's how they do it. So, will Joy get canceled? No. Will this ever be talked about again? Probably not. It's so annoying. Probably not. And it's just disgusting. And if people out there are like, well, what's wrong with that? Well, then you're part of the problem, too. Because you're not calling these people out on this shit. You need to be called out. You, you, if you're willing to call people out, mm-hmm. then oh, yeah. you should let people call you out for the stupid shit that you do. 100%. Right? Yeah. If you're going to sit there and bitch about all these people that are doing stuff that you don't approve of, and then you turn around and you're doing it too, like that makes no sense. Yeah. It makes no sense to me. That's like me fucking <sighs> talking about Lizzo eating cheeseburgers and me stupid. eating a fucking sub after the show. Or like a box of pizza or some shit, you know? Seriously, that's just, it's the same kind of analogy. Like, you can't be a scumbag and whatever. At least you bitch your own faults or, or own up to them. Which yeah. One, fucking bitch. All right, so anyway, we're getting very angry. So let's go into a lighter topic here. <laughs> so this is something that I'm doing for you because I care Great. about you. Yeah, okay. All and right. you just purchased uh, how, this. How many people just spit their drink out? And, and you purchased this this morning. So I'm going to ruin your day. Okay. Subway is on the hook for tuna fish once again. Mm-hmm. The lab report that they sent their tuna fish off to found there's no actual tuna DNA in the sandwiches and wraps. I could have... I, I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I did see that this article came, came out <laughs> this week, but I could have sworn that it came out a couple months ago. 
It did, but this so is a, this why is, an update. is this? This is an update. They so what? So it still doesn't have any tuna in it. You already they already said that a couple months ago. I don't understand why they're talking about it. You again. would think they they would have cleaned up their act. And no, I didn't get Subway today. I went and bought tuna. You bought the, tuna, yeah. yeah, at the store. You got Subway over the weekend, or was that last weekend? No, that was a couple weeks ago. Well, anyway. What the fuck are they using into this tuna? That's my question. And why haven't they changed their tune after this became a big news story a couple of months yeah. ago? I, I don't get it. So anyway, New York Times had 60 inches of Subway tuna sandwiches from three different restaurants in L.A. lab tested after the chain was accused in a lawsuit reported earlier this year, which was reported on the Voices of Misery podcast, <laughs> alleging the fish is made from a mixture of various concoctions. This was first reported by the WAPO, Washington Post, for those of you that don't know. That's their stupid little nickname. The tuna was frozen and sent out to the lab, which determined no amplifiable tuna DNA was present in the sample, and so we obtained no amplification product from the DNA. Therefore, we can't even identify what the species even is. Who cares? It tastes like tuna. The lab conducted a PCR test, which, you know, PCR tests are are, are known for being flawless these days. They, they, They never have mistakes, PCR tests. So, yeah, that was an exaggeration. Uh, to see if Subway's tuna featured one of five varying tuna species. I guess there's more than one tuna. So they explained there are 15 species of fish that can be labeled tuna, which actually isn't tuna. The lab determined two potential reasons why no tuna was detected in the lab, saying, one, it's so heavily processed that whatever we could pull out, we couldn't make an identification. Or That's t- what I'm thinking yeah. it is. Or two, we got some and there's just nothing there that's tuna. Experts told the Times that when the tuna is cooked, its protein breaks down, making it hard to identify, so the lab results may not be accurate. <laughs> Subway's not going <laughs> to reply to this. <laughs> so the lab results may not be accurate. Dude, whatever. Yeah. You go in there and you order tuna. First of all, you're going to a fast food chain. It is what it is. When you go to a fast food chain, are you expecting, like, fucking five-star shit? You Some know what you're do. getting. Some you, people do. Well, I'm sorry. Then you're idiots. Ice you cream. you know what you're getting. It's tuna. It smells like tuna. It tastes like tuna. Just whatever. It's freaking tuna. It's not bear. It's not whatever the fuck I else spend, it could be. I spent tens of dollars a, a year at this Wendy's. I mean, <laughs> come on. It, it's it's Subway. Like, really? Yeah. This is so ridiculous. And then at the end of the article, the lab results might not even be correct. Dude. Yeah. <sighs> How much are you getting paid, man? I, I I didn't know they were doing PCR tests on this. I don't even know what PCR is. PCR is what they're using in, in, in my line of business now with the, with the oh. COVID thing. Yeah, that, that, that's it. it was either a PCR test or an antigen test. The antigen tests are the ones they process on site. PCR is the ones they send out. Supposed to be more accurate uh, results, whatever, but obviously we know how that story played out. Yeah, I'm not going down that route. So is, I was wondering why you were being is weird. This, is this going to make you not eat Subway anymore? No, it didn't stop me from eating Subway a couple weeks ago when the lawsuit was a few months ago. Mm. I don't care. Dude, it's a fast food place. Well, I do have a breaking news uh, update on that. It says they're, so, they're also using calico cat pieces. Okay. Well, so, it's still good. So So you're going to eat it still? Calico it, cat pieces? Because you're full of shit. It, <laughs> oh, it's okay. just fine. It's well, fine. There's another update in here. Uh, the one yeah. across the table for me is a bitch. <laughs> because it's, come on, <laughs> man. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, a homeowner confronted a man who broke into his family's Bel Air, must be nice to live there, home and killed their pet birds. So Matt Sabs 
was at home when his wife Monica called him to tell him someone was inside their house. The man who can be seen on the home's ring camera footage walking around the couple's backyard naked entered the home and helped himself to a shower and a pair of shorts. Hmm. Now, here's the thing, right? At least he took care of himself. The wife notifies him, because she's not home. The husband's home, alone. She calls him and says, someone is in the house. Do you not, like, he's walking around in the backyard. I understand that you may not know that, right? There's a naked man walking around outside. That's what's alerting your ring doorbell or whatever. But the dude gets, gets into your house. He's now taking a shower. Ooh. How do you not hear that or hear movement? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is what I find weird. Yeah. He, I, I think that this woman just found out that her husband's gay and has a secret. <laughs> I really think that's what this is. This is a, this is Steven. <laughs> this is Steven. He shows up. He comes in. He already knows what the guy's shorts are. You tell me he walked. Wait, you tell me this guy walks in his house, takes a shower, and then and, knows where the shorts are yeah. that are his size. Well, hold on. Let me. Okay, oh, you bring it down man. in a whole another way that oh, I didn't hey. see it going. He's fucking him. So, <laughs> let me finish the. The damn fucking thing. dog. The dog's like is jumping up and down, happy to see this guy. She's watching. Like, how the fuck does the oh, does the dog know him? God, man, you're making me think horrible things. Okay, so hold on. So, Matt Sabs confronted the man who kept uh, claiming the house was his. Kissed him. And <laughs> saying he would call the police. Sabs then had to jump off the balcony of the master bedroom and called the police himself. Yeah, right. So maybe he confronted... See, now I'm thinking about this differently. Maybe he confronted them just so the camera could pick up that Dude, they were talking. She, she knows. <laughs> like, waving his hands in the air like, get out of my house. We like, gotta make it look good. <laughs> Don't hit me in the face. Oh you know I God. hate being hit in the face. So police later identified the intruder as 34-year-old Paul Keon. Oh, I'll put my stamp on this one. He's gay. The ring video shows the man calmly walking around, sitting on the couch and relaxing. Of course. Sab said he luckily only had to worry about his own safety as his wife was watching through the security cameras. Mm. And their children were not home at the time the incident happened. You're, you ruined this whole story for this me. Is, this is why the wife is like, this is why I'm always washing the sheets when I come home. There's always shit all over them. <laughs> the Literal in- shit. The intruder also killed two of their beloved pet birds with his bare hands. Mm. He represented... Because the birds were talking birds. They were like, he's gay, he's gay, he's gay. You fucked him. A representative from the home security company arrived and detained the intruder before handing him over to police to be arrested. Keon is expected uh, to be in court on Monday to face a number of felony charges. Well, I wonder whose name is going to be on the visitor's list. Oh, I know whose name is going to be on the visitor's list. Well, why would he walk around outside naked, though? Because that's what they do. That's what they do. I don't fucking know. Like, I don't fucking know. It doesn't explain why he's walking around naked like, I like he's my high theory. or something. I, I like my theory better. He, he came in the house and he... And but the, the your theory like, does go with the fact that like you, you don't hear someone taking a shower and yeah. you don't hear the pipes turn on. You don't hear any movement yeah. at all. The guy puts on the guy's clothes. He knows exactly... I mean, if I walk into someone's house randomly, I mean, I'm sure if you walk around it for a minute, you'll find the bathroom. And then just take a shower, perhaps. But then you got to find where the clothes are. You might stumble into the girls' room and be like, oh, shit, I want to wear the guys' clothes. You go into the guys' room if you can find it. And then, and then you got to search through their shit and put pants on. It sounds like too much effort to me. 
I, unless you're comfortable and familiar with the house itself. I know this guy is clapping that dude out. <laughs> I know it in my heart. And everyone knows I have a very large heart. Because mm. I'm a good guy. Well, and that's not how I thought that story was going to go, so. Well, there you <sighs> go. So, viral video shows people dancing, even twerking, on a California ambulance as emergency medical technicians responded to a fatal shooting in Oakland over the weekend. What the hell? Yeah. What yeah. is wrong with people? I like the fact that the article starts off as saying, people were dancing, even twerking, acknowledging that that shit is not dancing. Mm-hmm. So, thank you, uh, article writer, for that. So first responders with Falk Alameda County Emergency Medical Services are responsible to a Saturday evening shooting during a Juneteenth event. Because that brings out the greatness in everybody. At Oakland's Lake Merritt, where one person was killed and even seven others were wounded, officials have said. But this was mostly peaceful celebration of Juneteenth, so don't, don't, don't fret. Video shared on Twitter by some user uh, shows EMTs loading a gurney out of the ambulance as a crowd gathers and begins to twerk against the vehicle. As people are dying, these women, they just, they see a camera and they immediately shake their ass. They turn, they shake their ass and look back at the camera with their tongues wagging. What the hell is wrong with them? They, they all do it. Every single one of them. So a, spokes, a spokesperson for the Alameda County uh, Health County Service Agency, why the fuck are there so many words in this damn job description? Confirmed to Fox News late Tuesday that the actions depicted in the video occurred while the EMTs were attending to the victims related to the Saturday evening shooting. So there you go. When in doubt, twerk. While Stupid. people are trying to take their asses to work. This, these women are twerking. I don't know. I don't think this is ever going to end the twerking thing. Because I really thought this was going to be like a short, like the Macarena. Short. Just really short. Like, okay, that's cool real quick. And then it's done. Yeah. Well, there's been no other dance move to come out since then, has there? I don't. I am an ass man to the fullest extent, and I'm sick of this shit. I've been sick of it for years. Seeing it, I don't want to see another woman twerk in my entire fucking life. I don't give a shit who it is. To the point where I was literally watching Master Chef yesterday, and then Gordon Ramsay did it. You were so upset. That oh, you you tried, no you tried to re, you thought you saw something. And you tried to rewind it, but you were using the cable box remote. Which is the wrong one. And I'm like, what are you doing? You're like, oh, I thought I saw an S on the screen. I'm trying to rewind it. I'm like, well, it's the Apple remote, and no, you cannot rewind it. This, oh, this, my There God. was this woman that was standing there. I thought it looked like she had a badonka donk. I looked out the corner of my eye. I thought I saw one. It was a false alarm. So there you go. <laughs> he, like, stops at his tracks, And I man. waited, like, a little high, and I'm like, I can't be standing here for 20 minutes. My laser's sinking into the ground. So there you go. Mm. So I'm glad you enjoyed that story as much as I did. Well, since I have more than you, I guess I'll go again because I have a I, I actually have some pretty decent ones here this time around, and I'm and I'm happy about this one. Uh, you know, you know what? I'm going to save that one for for later because that's something that's right up your alley. But I will do this one. This was a fun story. So a Massachusetts bar announced it will accept monopoly money as currency for two hours. I saw that. It's part of its bid to be included in a localized version of the game, Monopoly. Ralph's Tavern in Worcester said customers who visited the business from 4 to 6 p.m. on Wednesday can use Monopoly money to pay the $5 cover charge, and the play money will also be accepted for food and non-alcoholic drinks and tickets for a raffle as well. The bar owner said state laws uh, bar the business from accepting Monopoly money for alcoholic beverages, so legal tender will still be required for drinks during Wednesday's event. 
So supposedly they're the oldest tavern in Westchester as they as they build themselves. They're campaigning to be included in the localized Worcester version of Monopoly. So there you go. They're trying to get Monopoly and they're accepting Monopoly money for two hours. Would you partake? Yeah. It's free. Like, all you do is bring the Monopoly. You can't buy the alcoholic drinks, but you can buy hot dogs, yeah. your raffle tickets. And um, I was reading the article, um, like, jello, alcohol-free uh, jello shots. Like, you could buy all sorts of stuff. They have stuff that you can use the Monopoly money for. You just can't um, buy any, like, beer or anything. I get it. And I guess it's a pretty good way to make business, too, because, like, you got to figure when you go into a bar, the most marked-up items... Is the alcohol. Right. And if you're spending real money on that, but you're getting their food, I mean, whatever. How many people go to bars for food? How many people go to a bar and it's say, you know what? Food. You know what? I'm going to go not spend money on alcohol and just go in there and spend monopoly money on free food. And they're going to pack that bar doing, and people are going to um, want some drinks. They're doing like a scavenger hunt. That's kind of cool. They're yeah. hiding the game pieces. Like, and you can, you can play the scavenger hunt if you give them monopoly money. Like, And it's today. I don't know what hours it was, but it was it was today, Wednesday, that they were doing it. And I just thought that was like a really cool idea to bring like attention it. to it. I like it. I think it's a really good idea. <clears throat> good for them. Yeah, it's pretty damn cool. I mean, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are going to try to use Monopoly money on booze there. Oh, I'm sure. Because they didn't read the fine print, they're probably going to show up like $1,000 yeah. and a bunch of strippers and shit. Hey, we're here at that party. Like, now we don't take it for, uh... all right. You don't read the fine print, you fucking prick. That's the problem. People don't read the fine print, man. They don't read it. Mm-hmm. They don't read it. And so, so I got another one for you here too. You wanna? So do you want? Uh, I mean, I, I have a pretty nice variety here, but I know which ones you like. People get murdered and shit, right? <laughs> Is that what you like? Go for it. All right. So Chicago police continue to hunt for the homeless suspect who fatally stabbed a 31-year-old woman, since identified as a doctoral student studying criminal justice at the University of Maryland. <laughs> During a brazen... <laughs> the fucking irony in that statement. What? Yeah, I know. Yeah. She's a... studying mm-hmm. criminal justice and gets stabbed to death. I mean, shit, if anybody's more qualified oh to talk God. about it, now it's her. She'd be... Oh, I thought I'd be the can you imagine? Yeah. Oh, my God. This was, a, <laughs> this was described as a brazen daylight attack over the weekend that happened not far from the financial district of the city. So, grainy surveillance video, because, I mean, we have 4K yeah. everything now, and high definition, I can <laughs> Just see that surveillance. fucking assholey. You know what, too, dude, back in, like, the early 2000s, working in, like, a supermarket, in, like, Target, when I was a kid, I, I, I remember seeing in the security room, they would have cameras that can see the smile on the president's face on the dollar bills you are putting them in the cash register. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me that people that are trying to stop and prevent crime don't have better than grainy cameras? Everyone's got a cell phone in their pocket, so why is every UFO picture or Bigfoot picture some grainy fucking piece of shit that you can't even tell what the hell it is? That, that's just me thinking out loud. It makes no sense how these people can use this shit and say it's you know, good. But anyway, there's a grainy surveillance video. It captured the moment and not Kimchi was attacked from behind around 4 p.m. Saturday in the 400 block of South Wacker Drive, where she got whacked uh, while walking along the sidewalk near Eisenhower Expressway. The unidentified suspect ran off and has not been apprehended. So, and this is and this is the interesting quote here. There's a, a homeless encampment. There's a lot of them in Chicago. There's a lot yeah. of them in, in, the, in these blue state cities. 
You haven't seen one in South Carolina. Have you seen one anywhere down here? Where there's any like homeless encampments where people are just like sleeping on the streets with Not tents? Not encampments, but we don't go into the city. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I guarantee they're up there. Oh, just, but we don't not, not like this. There's, there's <coughs> encampments where it's, it, it's like whole towns, basically, like miles of people just in tents. Yeah. It's insane. So anyway, it's adjacent to where the crime took place. So this person, they said he's probably a homeless person that secreted themselves in the bushes and came out and committed this heinous crime. Chicago Mayor Beetlejuice said at a press conference uh, Monday that officers were scouring the various homeless encampments downtown for the suspect responsible for the stabbing, but denied that the attack proves a touristy area near Willis Tower is unsafe. This is according to the Chicago Sun-Times, quoting Chicago Mayor Beetlejuice. They said they know who he is. They got good film of him, uh, so I guess he's a well-known homeless. Uh, anyway, there's the, the the witness said the guy's around age 30. He, was, he has dreadlocks and he wore a red bandana, a dark shirt, and light-colored pants. So immediately I thought he was a douchebag from Corn, the lead singer. But I was like, oh but then they God. said 30, so I was like, yeah, this guy's like 50. He apparently just came out of the park and stabbed this woman, and it, it's sad. It really is. Um, she was a very pretty young lady, had her whole life ahead of her, going into a good career. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure a lot of men would have well, probably clapped her in college. I don't know. It's the career that's getting me. It's it's really that's, sad. It's, it's really sad when, when anyone young with their whole life at them just gets brutally murdered in daylight. <laughs> just brutally fucking murdered. Like, this bitch is probably thinking about where she's going to go get her next uh, cappuccino and this guy just comes out and slits her throat. This lays her body just dead and... And it probably took them hours to find her because there's so much homeless and shit in the ground in Chicago. And they probably had, had, had to, like, get the canines out there to find her body. She's buried under all the fucking needles and drug bags and shit. How do you know that? <clears throat> How do you know? Where was she walking? She was... That's where she was walking? She was, she was around the homeless encampment. She was right across the street from the encampments. I mean, everybody's across the street from the encampment because everything in Chicago is a fucking... They, they, they might as well change the name from Chicago to... En- encampment. That's what they should change the name to. This encampment. The city of encampment. That's what they should call it. It's fucking horrible, man. I'm, I'm, I'm very saddened by this. Because these people should not have been on the streets. This guy, he, he had a red bandana, so obviously he had something good going in his life at one point. In his dreadlocks. Because he, <laughs> he had a red bandana. <laughs> no fucking clue where That he found going. in the trash. He probably, probably, you know, maybe it was the only clean thing on him. God, man. Maybe. Well, I guess I'm going again. You want me to go again? Go ahead. You're just sitting there, like, not even trying here to help me. Well, you said you were going to gonna knock me. a few off, so I, I didn't yeah. know when you were stopping. I'm about to knock you off in a minute. Ugh. So a New Hampshire man who was out of a uh, federal supervised release is accused of gunning down another man in front of his own children at a summer gathering on Father's Day. So happy Father's Day, everybody. Ira Grayson, 35 of Manchester, New Hampshire, was arraigned Tuesday at the Roxbury Division of the Boston Municipal Court on murder, unlawful possession of a firearm, and drug-related charges. He was ordered held without bail after allegedly fatally shooting 33-year-old Stacy Coleman on Danube Street in Boston's Dorchester neighborhood. Police officers who responded to the scene found Coleman suffering from a gunshot wound to the chest and transported him to the local hospital where he was pronounced dead. So this man was on federal supervised release, came out and immediately killed somebody. So my whole question to you would be, if you're in prison for a horrible crime and you get out, 
Wouldn't you ever, like, think, like, maybe I should just be a good person? Not no. do horrible shit. And not kill somebody to go right the fuck back where But how long from. was he in there for? Did that article say? No. If he was in there for something horrible, he was probably in there for a long time. Yeah. And if that's all you know, and you have nothing to go home to, like, when you release, there's nothing to... Mm-hmm. To go to? There's no one there? I don't know. I mean, he immediately did, like... I, I don't know. Maybe you just want to go right back in. I just don't know why you want to go back unless you got because like a, that's like a roof a husband, over your head. Unless you got a husband in jail or something. Yeah, but you, it's a roof over your head. You get three meals a day. You get your freaking meds. You get you know it, it's you're taken care of. You got the TV there. You got games. You can work out. You can whatever. But if you come out and you have nowhere to go, there's no home. There's no family waiting for you, like nothing. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I, mean, exactly. I think they give you fifty bucks and, <coughs> and a bus ticket when you get out. They don't give you much. They give you like fifty bucks and a bus ticket, and they might even give you less cash than that. But I know they give you a bus ticket. See, I've never heard of that in my life. They, and they bring you to the gate and they say, "Get the fuck out." I don't know. Maybe he just didn't have anyone. That's what I'm thinking. It all depends on how, you, how long you've been in there for. Like, mm-hmm. if you've been in there for like. Less than five years, you could probably come out and everything will still be relatively normal. Yeah. There might be some things that are a little bit different. But if you're in there for like 20 years? Yeah, like anything more than five years. Like 10, 15, like from six to 10 years, you're going to be like, oh shit, I, people don't look the same anymore. People don't live here anymore. Mm-hmm. Some people may... People have moved on. moved on and died. Yep. Who knows? But when, when you're in the in, in, in the 15 to 20 plus year time frame, you're basically coming into a whole new environment, a whole new world. I mean, 15 years, I mean, you got to figure. It's just like everything's different. You got nowhere to go. So you come out and you're like, wow, everything made sense in jail. I knew where I stood. Mm-hmm. I was the top dog. I was the guy fucking. I wasn't getting fucked. I liked my roommate. I liked my, my little cell. I liked my uh, basically like waking up in the morning, being told what to do. You have a schedule. Some people mm-hmm. need that shit. It's great for some people. It really is. It's what exactly what they need, structure. Yeah. They need to be told what to do. Just take everyone who voted for Biden and put them in prison because they like to be told what to do. So put them in prison. I think they especially work if out they're well at there. the top of the food chain. If you've been there a long time, yeah. chances are you're near the top. Yeah. You know. Oh, I'm sure. People listen to you. You're not the one getting pushed around or anything. So yeah. like, I mean, who knows, man? And I guarantee you, he probably smiled when he walked through that hallway and he was in handcuffs, and they were like, hey, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yep, yeah. He's going to serve us up some more of that dick. Oh, my God. There you go. All right. Well, wedding guests were celebrating at the John Hart's building when two uninvited men arrived and tried to take a case of beer, according to a report. According to witnesses, the groom confronted the suspected wedding crashers, identified as William Beeson, who's 22, and Justin Kroll, who's 29. At that time... Beeson punched the groom. This is his wedding day. <laughs> punched the groom, according to the deputy's report, and Kroll jumped in to help. Deputies say that's when other guests got involved. Kroll was cut on with a, a broken beer bottle, and Beeson got a black eye and other injuries. The two told deputies that they were um, at the fairgrounds for a horse show and were invited by a wedding guest. Beeson and Kroll faced charges of theft, trespassing, disorderly conduct. They were booked in Richland County Jail. Mm. Wedding crashers. They, they go in and they try to immediately steal beer. 
Like, they don't try to mingle. What else do you they do when you're a wedding crasher? You go there, you try to get laid and get drunk. That's pretty much what you do, not but, all in that order. Yeah, but they're trying to take the beer from the reception out. Like, they're yeah. taking a case. That looks suspicious. Like, try to, like, blend in at least. You know what? If we ever got to a point where we could just, like, record stunts and put them on the internet in addition to the podcast, I would like to try this, being a wedding crasher. I would like to do that. Just walk in, have someone with a camera just, like, record it all. And I walk in there. The first thing you want to do as a wedding crasher is, I'm, as I'm sure you, you want to, like, learn the wife and groom's name. So when people ask, how do you know them? They'd be like, oh, well, me and Tony went to school years ago. Yeah. I was, I was so happy to get the email from him. I bought this and, and, and have like a cheap present or something. Like, Tony, I haven't seen it in a while, buddy. I got the email about the wedding. I'm here, man. You don't remember? And you do that thing where you like look and then you wait for him to say something like, don't you remember? Mm-hmm. And then they go, no, no. But then he's going to be too much of a nice guy. He's going to be like, oh, of course, I remember. Oh, thanks for coming. He's going to take your cheap gift and throw it in the pile. Probably get drunk with any of you guys and become best friends by the end of the night anyway. So it doesn't really matter. Okay. Wedding, wedding crashers. That's how, that's how you do it. That's how I would at least. Was that from the movie or just something that you made up? Uh, listen, this is a shit I in my I head. Didn't, I didn't see the movie. This is so. a shit that's happening in my head right now as, as you were talking. I was just having these, these thoughts about things hmm. of how I would do it. It's like O.J. Simpson who wrote that book. If I did it, <laughs> well, I didn't crash a wedding, but if I did crash a wedding, so I'd do it. How many more do you got? Because I want to know uh, if you got a nice one or not. Because you've been... Two. Uh, all right. Do you have any good ones? I got a Guinness World Record. Well, let's get your bad one out of the way first. I'm going to save your Guinness World Record for the end. Okay, well, this horrified me. What? Okay. Was this about your TV going down last night? Uh, it, this is almost as bad. Police responded to a Long Island, New York home at which a more than eight-foot snake was found slithering in the driveway. Eight-foot snake. Oh, my God. Ugh. The Suffolk County uh, Police Department responded to Francis Hughes' home in Deer Park on Sunday after the woman looked out her kitchen window in spite of the large snake just sitting there in the driveway. Mm. So officers Reyes and Angus were able to wrangle the snake into a trash can and transport it to the Veterinary Medical Center of Long Island. Experts said that the snake appears to be a Burmese python. Ooh. A species that is not legal to keep as pets in New York State, so they are now investigating. Because someone had that damn... It didn't just magically appear. Yeah. Someone had it as a pet, and that's illegal. But fuck no. Absolutely not. Eight-foot freaking python. Mm-mm. They're just not... Alright. I think I hate one pet more than I hate a cat, and it would be a snake. Just, just no, man. Eight foot, because if that was someone's pet, like, it got too big, right? You can't contain it anymore. Like, eight foot, you can't put that in a tank. There's nothing nice about a snake. There's nothing nice about them. And I'm sorry, snake lovers, but there's nothing nice about these little creeps. Can you imagine, like, you're sitting there watching a movie and your pet snake is just, like, curling itself slowly around your neck and you see that, <laughs> that yeah, tongue coming no. at you? Mm-mm. And it and, and, and it never breaks eye contact except for when it's circling itself <laughs> around the back of your head. And then it comes back and it still has eye contact with you. And you're just sitting there, you're like, that tongue is flicking out, and then all of a sudden you're like helpless and you're getting strangled to death. And then you see that mouth is the last thing you see snapping at your fucking face, man. 
And and, and that eight foot snake can swallow us. I, I guarantee you that thing can break its jaws and disjoint everything and put it right up in that shit. You fucking come out in the damn see kitchen and see you laying like, on the fucking snake. First of all, when you buy these damn things. Like, doesn't the seller be like, well, or when you're bu- purchasing one, don't you look the, the the stats up of how big these things get? Yeah. Or anything? Yeah. They're, yeah that's probably you look the shit up. When we, got these, when we got these dogs, before we actually went and got them, we looked them up. Yeah. We knew we Okay, what, what, it, what are the chances they're going to get sick of this or that? Or, like, how long do they live? Like, we look, you look stuff up before you go and get a pet. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So you're bringing this home. It is now eight f- feet long. Uh, um, well, they probably got rid of it beforehand, right? It was just finally caught. It came out of wherever the hell it was hiding in whatever sewer. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, God, just came man. came out and I was looking for another home. <clears throat> At least it was found in the driveway, not in someone's toilet. What would you do if, like, you saw me just dead inside of a snake's body? The snake was just laying there. It just ate me. But you could see my full, like, silhouette in its body. I'd come rescue you. I find a machete and cut the snake up so you can come out, okay? No, you wouldn't do with the rest of me. You'd do with the rest of you <laughs> and not me. You'd be like, listen, I need someone to fucking just put up on my shit. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I'd go find something to, to break you out. Well, how would you know I it was It would be too tired. How, how would you know I was the one inside the snake? Well, you're saying, you're, you're telling me that you're in there, no, so I, apparently see, I saw it. Because you would see in the middle of the snake's body a giant horn just sticking through it, and you're like, oh, that, oh that's this. Oh, oh, that's this. That's this. That's what I was setting you up for. Well, whatever. That's what I was setting you up for that, goddamn. You would, you, you would just see like a, just a giant like thing okay. sticking I'm, through a spine. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, it's him. Idiot. It's him. Oh, man, I'm having so much fun right now. You, you know that? <clears throat> The first day I this first podcast I've done without edibles in a while. Yeah. That's why I'm so, I'm so much more alert. I hate it. A fucking nerd trip I got ripped off, man. They better have more of my shit in stock. I'm gonna go check them out tomorrow. So anyway, uh, I'll Guinness World Record and have a very spiteful woman. Which one do you want first? We'll do the spiteful woman so we could do the records together and then end. All right. Because I have so, one and you have one. Here's a story about you. Okay. Uh, so there's a Tennessee woman. She's facing federal charges after she allegedly mailed human blood-stained feminine products and feces to her ex-husband's or her husband's ex-wife. Yeah, I saw this article too. Fucking people, man. Her name is Della Marie Gibson Latham. It's got a hell of a name. Just imagine her like, lady, we need your signature here in the box when she's paying for something with a credit card. <coughs> and then she starts writing that fucking monster. She's the one that has to keep it in the X button to try to get more space in there to get her whole fucking name. Or just imagine if you got to fucking tattoo her name on your body because you're in love with her. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, we're going to be here all fucking day. Don't go to the tattoo shop at closing time for that shit. So anyway, she's, she's facing charges filed by the U.S. Postal Inspection Office. Um, that she built biohazardous materials, which is a huge violation of the postal code. Go right to federal prison for that one. So the arrest report indicates Gibson voluntarily spoke with investigators in April at Park West Medical Center where she works as a registered nurse. She admitted to mailing the packages in a letter. The blood came from a patient at the hospital. So she stole some patient's blood and sent it to this woman. She claimed that she wanted the kids to know that she worked hard while the ex-wife was lazy and didn't work for what she had. Gibson was released on bond awaiting trial. She's also been arrested in March on vandalism charges after the ex-wife found her car damaged in a parking lot of Lenora City High School. The children discover the damaged car, which Gibson admitted to intentionally vandalizing. 
She also admitted to mailing a second letter to the ex-wife's daughter, a minor, which she called her a slut, white trash, and criticized the, the, the mom as broken lazy. She's been fired from her job. She's got some serious mental issues. Serious, serious mental issues. And she's the fiancé uh, of, of this guy. The he thing, needs to fucking run. I'd be like, listen, like, I think this would drive him and his ex back together. He needs to run. Where? I, I wouldn't feel <clears throat> safe leaving her because I, 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 I feel like she'd be coming after me for the rest of my life. Oh, my God. Like, this, she sounds like a complete lunatic. That's the ex, too. The ex. She's going after the ex. I mean, she's an ex for a reason. Unless, unless there's something going on that we don't know about. Like, maybe they're spending a lot of time together. They share something. kids together. So she's probably a jealous uh, fiancé. Doesn't like the fact that they, the two of them have to talk or whatever. When you share kids together, you have to talk so you and communicate. Is, so you think that's a good relationship? I, I think that she, this fiancé, like, doesn't understand the situation. Is too freaking jealous. Yeah. Probably thinks something's going on. They might text back and forth, you know, talking about the kids or whatever, and she isn't liking that, and she just took it to a whole nother level. Mm. This is someone you need to run from. Run from her, man. She's sending freaking sanitary blood. napkins Someone's and shit. Blood. Yeah. Women's feminine products and... No, I don't know if the, the person's blood was tied to the feminine products that she was... Or they were two separate things. It's feminine products, and then you're saying blood. That's the only thing I could think of. I'm hoping not. Tampons hoping not and, freaking, and freaking pads being just... just so like you think this mail. is her way of saying like this is what I do for work? I gotta deal with people's dirty tampons. Like your slut mom just sits there and does nothing all day. You know? I don't you know. Think that's what she's saying. She's just a, a very disturbed person that needs like serious, serious help. I hope she gets a lot of time. Oh yeah. Go away for a while and like so let him get the hell away. Like seriously, he needs to freaking he needs because she could be sending him stuff from jail. Are you kidding me? This is like some psycho bitch you don't want to freaking even come across in life. Oof. Like ever, she's a, she's a creep, and if if I was the guy in the situation, I'd be like, listen, we can't be together. That's my kid's mom right there. You're fucking harassing and sending blood to. I mean, like, even though we don't get Not along, only that, but she like, sent. We can't, I can't have that shit going on. One of the daughters a letter. Yeah, like yeah. Bad mouthing the mom. That is one thing you don't do. You don't bad mouth the other parent to the children. You don't do that. Just like that, it'd be over. It, it just. Oh my god, dude, he needs to just, he needs, oh my god, he just needs to run. Like, this is just, what a nightmare. Maybe what a he's, nightmare. Maybe he's scared. I'm, I'm not even trying to be funny here. Maybe he's scared. I would be. That, like, she'd hurt herself or someone else or him or, or go after his kids. She's a crazy woman. She's obviously a psycho. She, yeah, she's nuts, dude. This, that's I wonder how scary. she is in bed. I wonder how she is in bed. She's got to be a fucking super kink. Just doing all the nasty shit. Oh, she's God. gotta be man she's gotta be she'll do anything to keep a man even harass their children and other family mm. fucking crazy bitch man I don't know I couldn't put up with that shit that's all I gotta say it's just it's just a little too much and I don't even know like they sent some person's blood so just like the story that you had a, a while back that you did the update on where the blood dripped from the ceiling on that woman from the ceiling is, does this woman have to get checked now because what if that person whose blood got sent had like a like a real sickness, like not COVID, like a real sickness, like yeah. a real sickness that actually people have. I don't know. Yeah, like that. Because I guarantee she wasn't wearing, unless she saw the return address, I don't think she opened it, like thinking something bad yeah. was in there. You yeah. know, I don't think she was wearing gloves or uh, anything when she mm -hmm. opened the package. She probably just, 
No, she probably just said, oh, what's oh, this? Yeah. All you got to do is put an Amazon sticker on there. I think it'll be ripped open like a Christmas present. Especially if it's addressed to you. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I literally sent my sister two things this week. In mm. her name, sent it directly to her. She's you know. so happy. But I, I'm just saying, like, she could have thought that, this woman. So why would she wear gloves or be careful opening a package? She could have thought that a family member sent her something, you yeah. know? Like, just, oh, my God, that's just... Horrific. It was, it was sanitary, it was feminine products and what? Blood. B- like blood. She sent blood and sanitary products and shit like that. Yeah, like nasty things and letters. I don't like letters. this woman, man. <laughs> She's a horrible bitch. Uh. Very disgusting, people. I mean, whatever happened, like, just key in someone's car. Which she did that too. So, I mean, what the fuck? She just... And that's the thing, too. She already hit the car. Yeah. There's already been one incident that was very, very bad. How she wasn't in jail for that, I don't know. I, probably, they probably can't prove it. So there there was one incident, and the, the fiancé still... I, what the hell? He's got to be afraid, right? He's got to be. Like, this bitch just needs to die in her sleep or something. Like, I can't either get away from she, her. Either that or she's the queen of clap. Like, uh, or maybe he's a lunatic too. To be. Maybe all three are lunatics. Like who it knows? Could, like I'm just I'm attacking well her be. because that's what the article's about. But who knows? Like he attracted her somehow, right? Yeah. Or he's with her for some reason. Mm-hmm. He could be a lunatic, and so could the ex. Like yeah, who the hell knows? It's very possible. I'm putting all the blame on her, but like it, this could be like a messed up freaking family situation. <laughs> All right, so here's my Guinness World Record, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, I feel like I say this before every one of these, and I feel like I got the dumbest one yet. They get dumber every time I tell a Guinness World Record story. I mean, it's it's, it's just like, maybe Mr. Guinness just says yes to everything like, at this point, where he's just like, fucking yes, what, what, yes, just put it in the book, just put it in the fucking book, I don't care. Whatever happened to quality control, that was 50 fucking years ago, okay? How many idiots are trying to do things nowadays? Just put it in the fucking book. Mm-hmm. I can see him just being just like that. And I don't even think these two made it to his desk before. He's like, just put it in. I don't give a shit. They're, they probably came in at closing time. He just wanted to go home for the night, Mr. Guinness. So a British man and his wife, who was nearly two feet taller than him, were awarded a Guinness World Record for greatest height difference of a married couple. Because there's a two-foot difference? James and Chloe Lestead, <laughs> who married in 2016, were awarded the Guinness Record in a different sexes, taller woman category... After their heights were verified, I mean, so there's got to be a different sexes, taller man, same sex as taller woman, same sex as taller man, and then there's going to be 26 or 51 other ones, or infinite possibilities for Guinness. <laughs> they might as well just have a, a, a height difference for all the new gender booklet for Guinness. <laughs> that would be a spinoff. I guarantee you it'll sell five copies. So this is this is weird. Okay. So anyway, their heights were verified at three feet seven inches for James and five feet five inches for Chloe. A difference three of one feet. foot. Yeah, one foot ten inches. James Lustead, thirty-three, an actor and TV host, met Chloe, uh, a teacher, through friends in twenty twelve. James was born with diastrophic dysplasia, a rare form of dwarfism that affects bone and cartilage development. Our love story has taught us and taught others that you can't judge a book by its cover and just love the person no matter who they are. I don't think you can choose who you fall in love with, Chloe Lustead said. Of course not, but does it need to be in the Guinness book? No. No. 
It's weird. Very, very yeah, why, short answer. Why do people... I mean, I... Maybe there's people out there that would find that interesting, but, like, who cares? People are attracted to what they're attracted to. Like, it doesn't mean it deserves to be in the, as a record. Yeah, the creative control on that show, or Guinness book or whatever, is just so bad. There is just none at all. They, they don't care at this point. They phoned it in. They're just letting people get in for dumb shit now. I'm very disappointed in Guinness. That's all I can say. I'm, I'm, I'm very disappointed in Guinness. I mean, are they positive? Are they positive? This is this is the one. This is the couple right here. Because maybe, there, I guarantee you, there are other people out there. Yeah. That, there are other couples like this that haven't been measured. There are. Like, look at Shaquille O'Neal and his ex-wife. Right. Or, or, or Yao Ming and his ex-wife from China. The guy from China. I, I guarantee you he's married to like a three foot tall Chinese woman. I'm just saying, like, are you... This is weird. I don't know. Someone needs to look into that. I bet. I bet you there's another couple out there. Yeah, it, it, with it, a bigger it, difference. It, or something. it feels like a two foot difference or, or almost two foot difference isn't that big of a deal when you could be a seven foot tall guy married to a five foot three woman, and you're like, okay, yeah. It's it just it's just like just go to the NBA and be like, hey, how tall is your wife? How tall is your wife? And, and bingo, we got the new winner. Without heels on. Yeah, exactly. Take all your I damn don't... stilettos off and, and let and let's see the the height difference. Yeah. I guarantee you will find one. See, I'm see. This is why I call bullshit on these things because I I just don't see this as being a legitimate. I, I just don't see it being a legitimate entry into the uh, Guinness Book of World Records. <sighs> I'm very disappointed. Well, I have another one. Am I gonna be disappointed, yours too? I'm sure. A British man said it took him hours of attempts before he was able to break an unusual Guinness World Record by stacking five M&M's candies. Five candies. Will Cutbill, 23, of, uh, I'm gonna, whatever, of England, said he had long dreamed of getting his name into the Guinness Book of World Records, but it wasn't until the lockdown that he decided to make his dream a reality by stacking M&M's. It was during the third lockdown in January, which is why I said, don't be counting them, like, opening up over there. They keep locking down over there like mm-hmm. idiots. I was in the living room eating a bag of M&M's, and I was incredibly bored. Yeah, who wouldn't be well, if you can't well, leave the fucking these, house? These idiots are letting it happen. Mm-hmm. All, all they have to do is say no and keep living their lives, and the government has no power. Um, he said, and then I just decided to see how many of them I could stack on top of each other. I started thinking... I wonder if there's a world record for this. Of course there is. Because mm. it's so ridiculous. So I looked it up online and found out that the uh, most anyone had ever stacked was four, he said. So Cutbill said he started filming his attempts for two to three hours before he managed to get his stack of five M&Ms. It's not something I would normally have uh, taken the time to do, especially now that the sun is shining and the pubs are back open. But So the record of four M&Ms had been jointly held by... Uh, someone from Italy and someone from Australia. I'm not pronouncing their names. Oh, don't. <laughs> Before don't uh, do the record-keeping organization verified Cutbill's video and issued him a certificate. So, I have M&M's here, and I wanted to see just how hard it was to stack five M&M's. You want to try it? Go for it. You you try first. It To me, it didn't sound like it would be that hard. It doesn't sound hard at all. And he's like, it, it was almost impossible. So, I mean, I'm curious. 
It very well could be, because you got to think about M&M's. They're like weirdly shaped. They're not flat. Sorry. You, she's, she's really got I'm these sorry. fucking m and I do. I'm going to try and stack these bitches. So we're going to okay? see you stack some M&M's here. Well, they won't, but you will. Oh, I can't even get two. Oh, my God. I can't even get two, man. How do you get five? This is pathetic. This is really Wait, sick. I almost had two. No, this is horrible, man. I can't do it. Well, what brand is he using? M&M's. Regular M&M's. Is, is it like peanut M&M's? Do they have like a different latency to it? There we go. I got some M&M's here. I'm going to stack mine here. So Everyone get some M&M's. Go to the gas station right now. Pull over. Grab uh, some M&M's. Oh, I got two. I got two. I got two. Listen, if I break this fucking record, <laughs> if you break it right now, I'm going to be... Hmm... Laughing my ass off here. All right, hold on. So I got... Ah, uh, god damn it. Oh, you're stuck. I'm back to zero. This is this is tough, this man. This is pretty tough. This is the worst thing you can do on a podcast is do something... I'm sorry. ...visual. <laughs> I know. When people are listening. Oh. Oh, no. Mine fell down, this. too. I'm, I'm even trying to cheat. So, it, it's, it's impossible. Yeah. I don't know how oh, like, did Look that. at this one. It's like freaking deformed. Do you see that one? Like, you got to get the perfect five M&Ms and... They're not all shaped the same because, like, that one right there's got chips in it and shit. How do you prove that they're M&M's, right? Because someone wasn't there. He was videotaping it. So maybe he showed a package of M&M's. He probably put a Smartie in there. The Smarties are flat. Took, like, the five flattest ones. Because this is is nuts. This This is hard. He must be the best fucking Jenga player ever. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I can't I can, do I can, it. I can't do it. I don't give a fuck anymore. I just want these out my hands. I feel like the carbs are soaking through my fingers. I just thought, I'm like, well, uh, we can, that sounds easy. Let's, let us try. I mean, we could probably get three. If we really try. If we, if we, we really don't give a shit. I don't have give time. a shit enough. But, but I thought that would be fun to do. Do you think he, like, licked his finger first or cheated in some way? Because, like, spit, spit is like glue. It really you can't is. do that because if, even if you lick the candy, they are going to stick together. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I don't think that's. A, I don't think that would be allowed because that, you know, that is like cheap. He has like a wet finger. What happens if like he sweats or something? If he's just like a chronic sweater, oh, I don't and know. And his fingers get wet. Maybe he just rubs it off against the damn M&M and cheats. So there you go. That's I like thought a it was performance enhancing drug right there. I mean, it's still a stupid record, but I'll tell you what, I can't beat it. So that looks very stupid. Well, fuck him and fuck his mother for creating him and putting that damn idea in it. And fuck M and M's. Oh. All right, because I don't like them. My name is Nerd. I don't like M&M's. I don't like them. Oh, God. I had a good time today, I'll tell you that. This is a Wednesday episode, and uh, I thought we were going to post that other episode, but we forgot. We didn't forget. I forgot. I was supposed to post it today, but I'm going to post it tomorrow. Yes, instead. tomorrow. So this is weird, man. You guys are going to have an episode today, and then another episode tomorrow, and another episode Friday. So that's how well, many days in a row there, mathematician? That's three. But three it'll be four podcasts this week. Yeah. And, but that's what we said we would do because the yeah. interview wasn't as long because we had um, communication issues with the the agent. Yeah. I, I'm, all right, I'm going to... You stop with the fucking m I'm trying to pick them up and they're flying everywhere. You're just a damn mess. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah. Uh, he, he, he texted me today. He was like, hey, when's the show going up? And I was like, oh, shit. I forgot. I, I, I thought we were going to do it Sunday and then... I think we mentioned Wednesday and the shit last show, and I'm like, what the fuck? Today. So it'll be up tomorrow. i got to do some editing tonight, put some things up together and all that good stuff. So a nice, interesting conversation with a man who went to a place where a lot of our uh, subjects and our topics 
go to prison. So it'll be an interesting conversation about that and why he went, what his time was like, and his book that we'll talk about as well on the show. So hell yeah, that that was a very fun conversation. So I'm looking forward to it. My conversation with my buddy Shane will be on the show. So I'm excited. Are you excited to hear that one? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you better listen to that one. I, I know you hate the sound of my voice. We'll see. Yeah. That's why you got to sit on a towel when we're doing the show or pillows or whatever the hell you're sitting on. No, I sit on pillows. It's not because that chair uncomfortable, baby. Because these are like the hardest freaking chairs ever. Well, it's just be, better for my back. You're about to sit on something else okay. hard in All a right, it, it's over. Like, all right. You can find us <laughs> at Voice of Misery the everywhere. And uh. then the email is voiceofmiserypodcast at gmail.com. Boom. Over. Good night. Have a great week. Talk to you on Friday. Enjoy the bonus episode. We'll talk to you soon.